Hi! Hi! Welcome to Wine, Wine, and Once, a Once Upon a Time podcast. I'm Dee. And I'm Lo. And we are welcoming you to a bad time. Each week, we are watching an episode of Once Upon a Time. We have been watching for a full decade now. Since the beginning of time itself. We are ancient. We are the Crypt Keeper. We have been watching since this uh, show aired most of it together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We've been watching together since season two. That's too long. Yeah, it's upsetting. Truly upsetting. But we have been watching since the very beginning of the show. And each week we are going through, we will recap the episode, talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, keep track of some stats, and heads up, not a spoiler-free zone. No, no, no. We spoil everything. The show spoils itself, let's be clear. It's already, it's terrible, so it spoils. Right. It's, it's already spoiled. Like We like to rotten. make it very clear at the, at the, <laughs> at the top I of the I needed you to know. I needed you to know that I was saying it was rotten. Uh, yeah, you did, yes. Yeah. Very important. Continue. Yeah, it, it's a rotten show. Something rotten. <laughs> to uh, the core. <laughs> I'm sorry, did Once Upon a Time not skip or something for Descendants to Soar? Sure, exactly, except (laughs) I don't know that Once Upon a Time ever managed to skip. Uh, (laughs) I don't know, it it didn't really walk, it didn't crawl, it like doggy paddled in a circle with one arm. (laughs) You're not wrong, that's exactly it. Yeah. Continue. Yeah, it doggy paddled on a kickboard with a swim instructor holding it up. Mm -hmm. Um... Anyway, we've seen the show, we've seen every episode, most of them more than once. While some of the details may be fuzzy, on purpose or on accident, we already kind of know what's going on in the show, and we talk about things with full knowledge. It is really important to us that um, you all know we will, of course, talk just a load of crap about the show, but you have to. To sit through a full episode, you must. At the same time, this show is so near and dear to our hearts. Yes. Like, the chokehold this show has on my very life. The fact that it's been, like, 11 years now, and Jesus. I refuse to watch anything else. No. Like, I'll watch other things, to be clear, but... Consistently, if you and I are just hanging out, we put this shit on. Yeah, for our I... own entertainment. Because it's the best show in the world. So true. It's so much fun to watch. So fucking true. And sometimes, sometimes like this episode, it's a genuinely good episode of television. And it lives up to its potential and it's really, really good. And sometimes it's just, boy, Sometimes Red (laughs) Sometimes Red eats her boyfriend. (laughs) This was like four weeks ago. And no, we are still not the fuck over it. Because nobody has helped me digest the boyfriend. (laughs) She digested her boyfriend. That's exactly it. I said what I said. And you're right for it. You are correct for it. It's a whole thing. But, you know, well, we're here now. But we're here. We're here. Um, What are you drinking? I have some, a, a lot of rosé. I have a lot have, of rosé. <laughs> I have a lot of... Okay, do you know they make old vine cabs? 
Interesting. I knew of I, Old Vine Zins, but right. I did not know of Old Vine Cabs. No, so here we are with that. That um, sounds delicious. I So instead of, we're going to play a game. <laughs> uh, usually, Lo and I will share how our week was, but... I don't know In if today... you got the vibe from the a lot of... <laughs> this is... A, we're a lot. To, I don't know what's happening. It's a lot. Oh, boy. So we're going to mix things up. Rather than explicitly tell you how our week has been, let's just each share what we had for dinner and, and let the listeners decide how we're doing. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All Great. Right. What did you have for dinner, Lo? Um, ice cream. I had ice cream. I, I did not. Okay. Okay. What kind of ice, ice cream. cream? I had. What kind? Oh, well, I was fancy. I was a fancy bitch. I had coffee ice cream. What? Technically Vietnamese coffee ice cream. Okay. Well, which was I'm jealous. delicious. And dark chocolate ice cream. So I had two scoops of ice cream for dinner. You just, no, you had adult. a, you had a frozen mocha is what you created. Correct. And it was delicious. Holy shit. But, um, am I doing well mentally? No. No, no. <laughs> Fascinating. And um, what did you have for dinner? Well, um, thank you for asking. I had a hot dog. <laughs> That's it. Did you put mac and cheese on it or like some bacon? No, no, no. Okay, good. All right. No, yeah. just just a hot dog. How are you feeling? How are you feeling mentally? Well, I don't really like hot dogs. <laughs> I had a hot dog. <laughs> so we're doing well, as you can see. But we're here now, so... It's better. This is better. I think so. I think it's better. We were, we're going to find out by the end of this. Right. If nothing else, this episode brings me pain. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I like this episode because we're finally on episode 18, The Stable Boy. It takes us to episode 18 to get Regina's backstory, and I love that for us. I do, too. I'm glad. I, I think the pacing on that was actually no, I, quite good. It, um, it it left them, and we'll get into this later, but I, I love that we wait this long, actually. Like, I'm, I'm, I sound angry, but I am thankful that. Yeah, no, it's good. They waited. It, it's very good. This is such a good episode of TV. This was a it good episode. We're going to rip it to shreds sometimes, but. Oh, yeah. No, no. It... Quite good. It most is. Most of the time. It's most of the time. Let me kick us off with uh, the Disney Plus summary, as it is a given. Mm-hmm. Emma keeps searching for evidence to prove Mary Margaret's innocence in Catherine's murder. The mm-hmm. root of the evil queen's disdain for Snow White is revealed. Accurate. It's, it's a mouthful of a sentence, the second half. The root oh, yeah. of the evil queen's disdain for Snow White is revealed. Yeah. Uh, we, we could say why the evil queen hates. Snow White disdains Snow White right. is revealed. Well, I think the problem is you see the word the root followed by evil. Your brain goes the root of all evil. Sure. Because that's part of a phrase that we've all heard. Money is the root of all evil. Fine. Sure. Sure. That's. But the root of the evil queen's disdain for Snow White is revealed. It's Just the, say her the, villain origin. The, it's yeah, the uh-huh. of the evil queen's disdain for... for th- Yep. Like, there's just a The lot. root of the four. Yeah. There's a there's it's... a lot of little tiny words in that particularly, particular right. participle. But. It's, it's a mouthful. 
excited. I said what I said. It's, it, it's a mouthful. It is. I'm going to drink. I'm going to drink Wonderful. before we, yeah, cheers. we do this. Cheers, everyone. everyone. I'm sad we can't clink this week. It, it sounded really good on the recording. It I'm not going to lie. It was so nice to have that clink. <laughs> I miss our clink. Clink. All right. As we dive into this, buckle up, everyone. This episode starts off in Storybrooke. Mr. Gold, so actually, okay, back up. It starts in Storybrooke, but a flashback in Storybrooke, which we don't often get. True. It's very confusing until you realize that's what's happening. And they don't even do us the courtesy of throwing up, like, three weeks ago. No. They're just, like, figured out. So we start with a flashback in Storybrooke. Mr. Gold visits Regina in her office, and, you know, he's asking for help in getting the charges for assaulting Mo French dropped. Because remember, that was the thing. He just right. pulled on assaulted him of course and so he's looking to have those charges dropped in exchange for helping her with the mary margaret problem with david like that whole situation you know at this point they're just together and regina doesn't like that yeah sure okay and so mr gold suggests that if something were to happen to Catherine, mary margaret could take the blame and if she were to maybe you know leave her skeleton key in the jail cell Mary Margaret would run, and, well, we all know bad things happen to people who leave Storybrooke, so bad thing would happen to Mary Margaret. Sure. We have a plan, I suppose. It's, it is a plan. <laughs> it certainly is. As we know, it doesn't work because Mary Margaret came back, so it's... Because Emma is so pure and virtuous. Our savior, ladies wow. and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Back in the Enchanted Forest, we see a very young, very happy Regina, and she's riding her horse, and she has a beautiful braid, and she looks so happy. Her father's cheering her on, but her mother, Cora, is not impressed. She's like, mm, you're riding like a man. You need to stop that. You're you're old. Everyone else your age is married. Get it together. You're terrible. I hate you. <laughs> you're the fucking worst daughter ever. Get off the horse. <laughs> You're too old. I can't leave you in a basket on the street, so I have to fucking deal with you. <laughs> the whole thing. Good mom. Good mom. Yeah, totally. Cora's a great mom. I don't know what you're talking about. She is. So Cora's like, you should use a saddle. And Henry Sr. tries to defend Regina, but Cora's like, no, 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 no. Shut the fuck up. No one wanted your opinion. And Daniel, yeah. this sweet little stable boy, uh, offers Regina a saddle, but Regina's like, no, fuck that. And fuck you. I'm done writing for the day. And she tries to walk away from Cora, but Cora, who apparently has magic, yeah. uh, magics her in the air and chokes her. Yeah, totally normal. Totally normal. Totally normal. Definitely not and, abusive at all. No. And Regina's like, mother, you know how I hate when you use magic. I promise I'll be good. Let me go. And Cora, you know, is like, fair enough. If you said you'll be good. That's all I want. I don't ask too much of you. Be free, my child. And Regina runs off and finds Daniel in the stable. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry for snapping earlier. And he's like, well, how are you going to make it up to me? And they make out. Made so, up. So They made, you know. yep. They made up and they made out. It's all, it's, it's you all know, great. good for her. Good for them. Yeah. No. And I will say, um, we and we won't talk too much about it because I know we both want to spend oh. so much time on this, but... There is something so special about mm -hmm. how it's literally the same actress. They have not recast Regina. It is no. Juana Perea. But 
she is entirely different. And you know it from the moment she's on screen. This is not the Regina we know. This is an entirely different person. Oh, yeah. I think it's really, and I want to bring it up now because I don't want to forget about it, but when she's up in the air being essentially strangled by her mother, like the way that this very powerful, scary person we've come to know is suddenly pathetic and scared for herself is so good. It's so good. Like the acting is mm. amazing. So good. And even the writing is really good in this episode. So like, well done everyone. Right. We're going to give you this so we can shred the rest of it, but well done on this. Well done. Exactly. We leave this, brilliant moment of acting to go back to Storybrooke where Emma is leaving Granny's diner and she runs into David and he's, you know, wanting to talk about the Mary Margaret situation mm-hmm. and he and tries to explain why he questioned her innocence. Like, no, no, you have to understand there's evidence. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't think he's in the wrong here. No. But she's very suspicious from anybody else's perspective. Right. And he's like, hey, can I go see her? And Emma's like, nah, fuck that, dude. She doesn't want to see you. Fair. Sorry about it. Over at the sheriff station, Mary Margaret is sleeping in her cell and she wakes up and Regina is just standing there, <laughs> looming in front of the cell. Beautiful. And Regina gleefully lists off the evidence and suggests, like, you know, you could just confess and avoid the trial. And it would save us all some time. And Mary Margaret's like, why? Why do you hate me so much? Fair. Fair. She's right? pretty gleeful. <laughs> I'm delighted at the concept of, you might be going to jail. This is fun Fuck for you. me. She's, this is Christmas morning for her. Yeah. But we're moving. We, we move a lot in this one. We're moving right back to the Enchanted Forest. Daniel and Regina meet up, and he wants to go riding, but Regina's like, no, I have to go for tea, and it's stupid. Daniel's like, hey, why don't you just tell your mother about our relationship? You know, get out in the open. Regina's like, absolutely not. Poor sweet Daniel. (laughs) Sweet summer child. Sweet, sweet. Poor. So. (laughs) So pretty. So dumb. Pitiful. So dumb. Dead. So So dead. So dead. And, you know, Regina explains, hey, my mother wants me to be more ambitious and conniving in, in my marriage prospects. And, you know, she came from poverty and brought us up and I, I, she wants what's best for me. And from also, you know, Miller's daughter, uh, the most humble of Miller's daughter. And also, you know, her magic is too fucking powerful. So I can't do anything about that. She nearly murdered me this morning, Daniel. That's why I'm upset. <laughs> Truly. And Daniel's like, yeah, 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 sure. Her magic is powerful, but so is true love. That's the most powerful magic. And then they kiss. It's Good for them. So nice in the middle, them. In the middle of this heartfelt moment, they hear a scream and Regina hops onto her horse and rides towards the danger like the valiant hero she is. Because she is a hero and who has done she nothing wrong in her nothing. life ever. Nope. And we see a little girl clinging to the back of her horse that's racing out of control. Regina rides up alongside her and saves her. 
this young girl thanks her and introduces herself as Snow White. Aww. Hmm. They hug and Regina tells her that she needs to get over her fear by getting back on the horse again as soon as possible. Because Snow's like, oh, I'm never going to ride a horse again. And Regina's like, yes, you will. Get back on the horse, kiddo. I'm a good parent. She is. Running back over to Storybrooke because who needs to stay in one place for more than five seconds? Right. Emma and Gold uh, are talking about how maybe Mary Margaret should talk to the district district attorney. And Mr. Gold says, hey, you know, like that skeleton key is not proof that Regina is complicit. But I, he's pretty sure that Mary Margaret's personality can help the charges get dropped if she meets with the DA. Fair enough. Why not? I guess. Emma's like, nah. Right? She's like, seems pretty sus, but whatever. I have no, I have nothing else. Fine. And Sydney shows up to drop off flowers. Sure. Definitely not suspect. Totally unsuspicious. Very much an I trust- ally thing to do. I very much trust him. He's not up to anything at all. Nope, I trust this man implicitly. Yeah. And he says... You know, I haven't found anything linking, linking Regina to the case, but I'm gonna keep looking. By gum, he has his Inspector Gadget gear on. So you know he means business. Uh-huh. Oh, he's prepared. And, you know, Mary Margaret agrees to be interviewed by the DA, Albert Spencer, as he arrived. Um, us as viewers know Albert Spencer as King George, played by Alan Dale. I feel the need to always say it's Allendale because that's what my notes tell me to say. Thank you, Lo. You're welcome. I just, (laughs) I was like, I feel like we need to recognize him because he's in just everything. And I'm not going to lie, every time I see him, I'm just like Ugly Betty. He's in Ugly (laughs) Betty. He's the dad on Ugly Betty. Every time I see his name, I think of the rooster from Robin Hood that's named Allendale. Oh, see, every time I see his (laughs) name and I think Allen Hill, Allendale, (laughs) (laughs) so we're all Albert, very well. We're doing great. How's your ice cream? Well, I don't have it anymore. It was That's delicious sad. when I had it. <laughs> so the DA is here. Good old great. King George. Uh, Mary Margaret and the DA go into the interrogation room and Mr. Gold is there as he is her attorney. Great. Sure. And uh, Albert is questioning her about the incident where Catherine slapped her at the school. And he, and he says, hey, uh, you know. If you wanted Kath, like, did you want Catherine gone so that you and David could be together? And he's totally negging her and trying to bait her to say stuff she shouldn't say. Mary Margaret keeps saying, no, no, I didn't want her gone. No, I wasn't angry. It's fine. And Gold's like, she's done talking. We're done talking. This conversation needs to be done. Which for the- <laughs> therefore means it should be done. Right. But At least again, from the very from the very least, it should be done on Snow's side, and she should shut up. Yeah. Again, I recognize these things are emotionally charged and whatever, and also you need drama for the TV show. But by the way, sure. your lawyer tells you to shut up. You shut up. You forget that the legal system in this town was created by a curse. No, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. I'm just telling everyone whose legal system was only created by, like, a semi-curse? Mm. shut the fuck up when your lawyer tells you to shut up don't keep talking it's solid advice it's solid advice but you know mary margaret does not shut up no of course not what does she say well i'll tell you she snaps and says you know what i did want Catherine gone is that what you wanted to hear and the da is like fuck yeah, it yeah is. And his, his ears, ears go up. 
great. I got really fixated on it. (laughs) It's a good moment. It's great, though, because Mary Margaret snaps. She snaps and immediately is like, what have I done? Oh, I fucked up. Correct. It's like, yeah. That's why you shut up. That's why you shut up when the lawyer tells you to shut up. Please and thank you. And Emma and Regina are watching all this unfold, and Regina is delighted. She smiles at the confession because she's like, "Oh fuck yeah, it's all, it's all, it's all going to plan." Yeah, I guess. all going to court. Everything's coming together. Back in the enchanted forest, Cora bursts in on Regina and uses magic to put her in a gown. Like she sees her and is like, "God, what are you wearing? This is terrible. There. That won't do." Precisely, and and Regina's like, Mom, what the fuck? And Cora says, no, 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 no. The king is coming because he wants to thank the woman who saved his daughter, Snow White. And Leopold arrives with pomp and circumstance to thank her and explain that Snow lost her mother years ago, and it's tragic, Mm -hmm. and Uh great news, he has been looking for a wife to mother his child ever since. Yeah, normal. That's a normal thing to say. (laughs) Yep. And he proposes, like, he drops out on one knee. This man with a balding head gets down on one knee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, marry me, woman I met 30 seconds ago. It's... And Cora's like, yes, she accepts. We love this for us. I absolutely would love to marry you. I mean, I want my daughter to marry you, not me. Her, not yeah, me. I, it's definitely not me. We definitely didn't have a thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> How does he not recognize this woman? <laughs> this show... Or are we hallucinating? Did they not have a thing? No, I could swear the fuck they did. They have a thing. I'm almost positive oh. the whole Miller's daughter thing is Leopold and Ava. Because remember, we learned right that Snow's mom's kind of a bitch, and she's like, uh, "Leopold, darling, that woman you want to marry is actually knocked up by some simple bitch, and you shouldn't be with her." Right, because she's not, you know, a virgin or whatever. So why in the fuck does Leopold not recognize this woman? And again, I and I know why it is, and that's because they haven't written the storyline where Cora and Leopold know each other, but... Biblically. Carnally. Uh, <laughs> emotionally? Emo- certainly emotionally. <laughs> I feel like we can't say carnally because no, he's very we certain cannot. the baby is not his. No, no. But it's it's still weird. It still makes this fuck burn... Potential, the potential aspects I, of a family tree in Fuckburn are real scary because of this aspect. I don't like the number of um, lines this is going to put on the Fuckburn. No, it's eventually. not good. It's too it's many. It's not good. It's too many is it's what it is. It's too many. But at any rate, Cora has accepted this wedding invitation proposal for her for her daughter and Regina runs off to find Daniel and is like, oh my god, we need to run away together. I only care about you. I'd rather be poor with you than a queen without him. And he's like, you know, like being a a stable boy's wife would be hard. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. So he puts a ring on her finger and they kiss. And suddenly, tiny child Snow White standing in the stable and and sees them and is like crying. (laughs) And Regina's like, the fuck are you doing here? And she was like, I got back on the horse. Like you told me to. And then she my horse. horse. <laughs> Have we considered that Snow White might be a ghost? <laughs> That's my consideration. It's just great because like Regina's like, yeah, I told you to get back on a horse, not my horse. Like, why are you here? Truly. And Snow White, like, I just like that she's kind of just in her cape. So you like can't even really see her hands. 
she does. She's a ghost. She's like a little Pac-Man ghost. She is. Also, I did just wiki it. Yes. Cora Leopold. No! Lo, you need to stop! I'm just saying! I'm just saying! I'm just saying. (sighs) I know in this episode they had not come up with this little But they should have thought of it later. When they they were writing the next episode. (laughs) made a cheap as fuck excuse. Like, she magicked her appearance to look different. Like, give me something shitty to make me feel better about this. I don't know. Make Anything. it not happen. <laughs> well, they were going to make it happen, Lo. They don't know how not to. Yeah, but I, it's, the, it's the number of incest. <laughs> it's, it's only going to grow. It's it's going it's to get good. bigger, and I don't like how no. many. But No. Okay. But All right. So. It's the, the implications. Yeah. So the ghost has run off, and Regina cho- chases after her. And she catches up to Snow. Snow has fallen on the ground and is sobbing. Right, of course. And she's like, why are you kissing him? You're supposed to be my mother. You did that quite well, and I'm very <laughs> offended. I practiced. That was I wish that were a lie. That was beautiful. And, you know, Regina explains, I don't love your father. And Snow White says that she wanted Regina to be her mom and... Oh my god, you're ruining everything. And Regina says, no, no. True love is the most powerful magic and it how makes you, happiness. How do you think Regina feels like <laughs> seven years later when it's being sung to her? <laughs> love is the most powerful magic. And she's like, bitch, I taught you that and shut the fuck up. First of all, fuck you. Second of all, I came up with that. Give me some rights to the song right, at the very least. At the very least, I deserve royalties. Uh-huh. But... Snow White agrees, like, you should marry Daniel. Oh my fucking god, you're right. True love. And Regina's like, yes, sure, you're right. This has to be a secret, because bad shit will happen. Can you keep a secret? And Snow's like, I think so. And and Regina says, not good enough. You have to be sure. My mother is going to stand in the way. This needs to be a secret. And Snow's like, yep, okay, fine. It's a secret. Secret Secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. Well, they sure do. But only <laughs> Just when you, you tell wait. them. Uh-huh. In Storybrooke, Emma is reading from Henry's storybook. <laughs> God. It's funny. And is it? No. <laughs> August arrives. Because, of course, he, we haven't seen him in a while. You know, he had, Good. To, he had to earn a paycheck. He did. She's questioning her superpower, aren't we all? Yes. Aren't we all? <laughs> and August says his perspective changes as he writes. And he's like, you know, like sometimes in the middle of a book, I have to start all over or I get new ideas. I really do believe this is just the writer's approach, approach to Once Upon a Time. Halfway through the season, they come up with new ideas and they start over and they forget everything else. That's, so. That certainly explains the core of Regina Leopold. Correct. <laughs> we have our answer. But, you know, August offers this advice and suggests that she look at things from the beginning of the investigation with the knowledge she has now. And she decides to go back to the scene of the crime. And August tags along, because who gives a fuck about crime scenes? Anyone can go. Right, of course. Why not? Anyway, they go to the Toll Troll whatever bridge. And August has trouble walking because of shin splints. That's a lie. Wait! It's a lie! (laughs) 
face. <laughs> Holy shit. I, I, I am sorry for screaming in your ears. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I, it, yeah, no, it is a straight line. He, she says, what's wrong? And he says, it's my leg. Shin splints. No, sir, your leg is turning to wood. You're a Oh my god. It's a straight lie. Oh my god. It's it is a straight lie. Yeah, that's And and the audacity that they do this right after talking about her superpower is pretty fucking bold. Like that's pretty fucking bold. Right. You know, at in the episode Mm. where she's questioning it, but we're supposed to be going Right. Which, again, we, uh, if, if this was our first time viewing, wouldn't clock it. It wouldn't have been a lie because, no. sure, he'd have shin splints. Weird, but okay. Well, and it's interesting because later on when she, when he's like, look at my leg, it's wood. And she's like, the fuck is wrong with you? Like, that's not a, like. Right. It's different because that's her own belief in the way. Like, that's her inability to see the, tr- like, whatever. Right. right. She can't Also, he's see being honest. Magic. Like, th- but this is, this, this is just a fucking lie. That was a straight lie, and she should have been like, that was weird, and you're lying to me, but okay, whatever. Like, fine, you keep your secrets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm really mad. Okay, more on that oh, shit later, I, I guess. Oh, okay. So, he has his not shin splints, and Emma looks in the hole where the heart, you know, the heart that Ruby found. Poor, poor. She found a fucking heart. <laughs> Poor Ruby, who ate her boyfriend and then found a human heart. (laughs) Oh, God. But she goes there, and she finds a piece of a shovel. And she's like, oh, shit. If I can find the owner of the shovel, I can find out who buried the heart, and I can clear Mary Margaret's name. This is fabulous. Right. Also, I would like to point out, okay, and, and I know, I know this was for ease of shooting, I know this wasn't a thing. That shovel shard was visible, like, right. with the naked eye. She didn't have to dig right. more. She didn't well, have to, okay. like, move some my, dirt. It was there. My honest-to-God theory is that she was never at that crime scene. Ruby found the heart <laughs> and secured the crime scene. <laughs> she had someone else there. She was like, hey, Henry, after school, do you mind security? <laughs> I don't think Emma has ever looked at the crime scene. Truly, because I mean that what it and again, egregious. I know. I understand from a we are simply watching a TV show, and you've only got so many hours in a day, and sometimes the shovel shard just has to be right there. But like, we could have at least put it under something. <laughs> no, you ask too much. I, I, I don't think I do. I think it should have at least been like kick some dirt around, or she falls down and moves dirt. Right, like kicks a it with little, her boot. A no. little different, not just oh, I looked in the hole and this time there was a shard of a shovel there. No, because it's very clearly not planted because right of what occurs later in this episode. <sighs> it's bull fucking shit. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's ridiculous, but August's like, well, do you know who that belongs to? And Emma smiles like, oh, fuck yeah, I do. And so they go to Regina's house, and right, Henry has trying to like, give her these code words. She's like, the, he's like, the eagle's in the nest, and the package is on the door. And Emma's like, bitch, I didn't bring the decoder. I don't know what that means. And he's like, oh, my mom's in the shower, and the key's on the porch. Great. Great. 
they go into the shed and they find the shovel immediately and the piece fits on top and everything's coming together for Emma. This is a great moment for her. She is tickled pink. Right. She thinks that she has now been like, my superpower wasn't broken, not realizing that she just missed a major fucking line. That's bananas to me. Like, she's literally like, I've been vindicated. I'm, I'm so validated. Smart. My superpower isn't busted. I am a genius. Meanwhile, Woodsy McGee over here <laughs> literally lied to her face. His nose should be growing because he's Pinocchio. Well, yeah, but, you know, maybe it is just, but only (laughs) invisibly through magic. (laughs) It's just a long, invisible nose. What if he accidentally hits her with it? He's just like, what the fuck just hit me? I would love that. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, didn't you see that branch over there? (laughs) Continues to light her. (laughs) Oh, no. Mind you guys, we had hot dogs and ice cream for dinner. You know where we're, you know where we're at right now. Not very, not in a good space. Nope. Oh boy, where am I? Um, back in the enchanted. Oh yes, go oh, on. Oh, I was about to say, Cora is about to gaslight girl boss and gate. You know why? I mean, Lo said it best. We we go to the enchanted forest where Cora is in fact. Gatekeeping, girl bossing, and gaslighting Snow White about the wedding. <laughs> well, about Regina, technically, but you know, they're getting ready for the wedding, and she's like, You can be a flower girl, and oh my god, you're so cute. You and my daughter have gotten so close, and Regina has pulled away from me, and I'm just so sad, and I would do anything to make her happy. So she's being a, she's being manipulative. Yeah, no, she's. When we say gaslighting and gatekeeping and girl bossing, we mean it, honestly. Truly. She is manipulating and playing this 11-year-old like a fiddle. Uh-huh. And naturally, because, you know, Snow is an 11-year-old, it works. She manipulates Snow by saying, you know, Snow, you know how hard it is to lose a mother and wouldn't want that for Regina. That's just so sad. Right. And Snow's like, then call off the wedding. Don't make her do this. And she uses her pathetic Snow voice. It's like, you know, don't make her marry my father because it will tear you two apart. This isn't what Regina wants to do. She loves another man. And Cora says, nothing will take her daughter away and insists that Snow tell her everything. Like, come come to Grandmama, child. Grandmama. <laughs> I said what I said. Yeah. You, you we're, already, <laughs> we're already racing right back to Storybrooke. Emma brings a warrant to Regina's house to search for the shovel, and she tells Regina about the broken shovel piece and says an anonymous caller saw Regina digging at mm-hmm. the scene of the crime. Very believable. Which, yep, and, Re- and Regina's like, who? And she's like, I don't know. Maybe they were afraid of how fucking rude you'd be. Yeah, like... I forget what exactly she says, but she's basically like, I don't know, maybe they were afraid you'd be a bitch. I think it was like, I think it was something along the lines of, they probably didn't want to piss you off. Mm-hmm. Something about, I, like, maybe they were yeah. afraid to piss you off. Now, and this is a, an important moment that I'll let Lo talk about later. But this scene is, it means something for one of the shrubberies. Emma goes to check the garage and is infuriated to realize that the shovel is nowhere, is, it's one she saw the day before is gone. Now there's a new, perfectly intact shovel in its place. Hmm. 
And she turns around and is like, someone warned you, and Mary Margaret's innocent. And Regina's like, get the fuck out. Mary Margaret's a liar and a murderer. She's going to pay for what she's done. Fuck this. She has destroyed the last life she will ever destroy. Mm-hmm. Great. Fantastic. Wonderful. And like the same human she is, Emma goes to August at the hotel and she's like, what the fuck did you do? You fed Regina information because you're the only one that knew about the shovel. And he's like, hey, I've been here all night. You can feel the TV. It's still warm. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. Not convinced. Which is weird. She should be convinced because she has a superpower. And if he's being honest, she should know. Yeah. I, again, I don't know what to, being, I don't know what to do with that. She's not being lied to, so it's no. But I just don't like it. Superpower. I just don't no. like it. No, because sometimes her superpower works in that direction where she's like, "I have a superpower. I can tell when I'm being lied to, and you're being truthful." But right. like sometimes, like this, she's she doesn't call it out. She's just like, "I don't know about like, that." I don't know. I feel like you're lying to me, even right. though I technically have a superpower that tells me when people lie to me. So exactly. It's just, but we digress. The rules are unclear. Correct. Regina is taunting Mary Margaret in her jail cell. And Mary Margaret tries to apologize. She's like, I don't know what I did, but I'm so sorry that I did something to make you hate me. And Regina's like, mm, apology not accepted. And, and she says, you know. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, there, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the lighting. I don't know if it's Lana Perea. But... There is something in this scene that she does. It, I mean, and part of it is Lana Priya's acting. But her eyes are so dark in this scene. Oh, it's scene. good. Like, and maybe that there's, is, maybe it's slight CGI because we know they kind of manipulate her face a little bit right. in a couple of these scenes. But there is something about, like, the way she holds herself and the way her eyes are that just like she looks like a predator she looks like oh yeah a predator who has caught her prey her eyes are dark she is laser focused it is mm-hmm. such good acting i she's scary it's so good it's so, so good good and she leans in really close and she goes i know you didn't kill Catherine, but you deserve everything that is happening to you so good it's so fucking good. It's so good. She's so intimidating here, and she looks evil. Yep. I love it. It's the one. Absolutely it's love it. certainly a scene where I'm like, I know why you picked this person yep. to be your evil queen. Like, I understand why casting chose this person, because she just looks evil. She does. It's... Uh, again, Regina has done nothing wrong ever in no. her life, and she is not evil. No, she looks evil. She looks so evil evil in this scene. I love it. Like, I she love looks it. even more evil than when she's swanning about in her evil queen costumes. It's true. They. This is one of the few times, again, like, I, I feel like it was earlier in the show you'd made a comment about, in Storybrooke, we are not given a lot of evidence of why Henry could think his mother is evil. This, this is what... This, this is why... Right. <laughs> this is no. why he thinks his mother is evil. Right. And it's, it's... I sure wish, and I know why we didn't, but... Like, it would have been nice a couple of, to get a couple of these scenes, maybe not to this intensity, right. but just to just get something. a couple of scenes with him where it's like, she's not being strict, she's being controlling, Unkind. evil, yes. and unkind. 
And we get it in season two. They right. give they give us They do give it. The to parallels us. are uh, yeah, no. No. Like I'm so we've just hit this run of episodes where I'm just gonna be like I'm not gonna Delight. have tickled a lot pink. Of, I'm not gonna have a lot of bad things to say because they're all so good. Mm-hmm. This was what made exactly. me fall in love with their show. Absolutely. Bring us back. We Yeah. We we hop back over to the Enchanted Forest. Our last stint in the Enchanted Forest for this episode. Regina and Daniel have met in the stables in the dead of night and they're prepared to run away. But shock, shocking no one at all. Cora catches them. Yeah. Oh, rats. She's like, it's my house. You really think you can sneak out of my house? Nah, absolutely not. And, you know, Regina's insisting it's her life. And Cora says, no, no, it's mine. Because all these deals that she's had to make to get them out of poverty and where they are now. Right. Regina says that Daniel makes her happy. And Cora pretends, she pretends to understand it. She's like, oh, well, if this is what makes you happy, then you should, you should, I want you to be happy. And she goes and pulls Daniel aside, gives him some parenting advice, you know. Uh-huh, this, this will go well, I'm sure. Yep, this she says. This is going to go so well. And she, what she says to him is, a parent should always do what's best for their children. And he's like, that's what you're doing now. And she's like, damn fucking right it is. Rips his heart out and crushes it immediately. You know, Regina likes to be a dramatic bitch. She likes to she hold it. She holds it. it. Con- she plays with it. Cora is no mercy. She pulls and crushes immediately. <laughs> you said what you said. I said what I said and will not be changing it. And she crushes Daniel's heart. Regina is sobbing and like trying to kiss him back to life. Sweetie baby girl, he has no heart. You cannot true love's kiss this. Everyone knows that the heart stores all the love. Tis true. We've learned this so many times. Mm-hmm. We've, I don't think we've ever really learned it. We've had, to do, we've had to deduce our own rules about when and why not true love's kiss works. It's so true. One day we will come up with the actual rules for this. One day. And as Regina is sobbing, Cora tells her that love is weakness and that giving up love gives one true power. She says that she has saved Regina and that Regina will be queen. We then see Regina being fitted for a wedding gown. And Snow is there and she's like, you'll look beautiful when you marry Daniel. And Regina's like, what, what, what do you mean? Talk to me small child (laughs) say more and snow and she's like did you tell my mother about this and snow's like yes i didn't want you to lose your mother and regina turns away (laughs) i will not i will not (laughs) and this scene i'm not gonna discuss it now because this scene I could speak about for hours, but once Regina learns that Snow has spilled the one thing she said, hey, don't tell anyone this, Regina turns away and composes herself, turns back around and says, I'm not mad. I was not in love with Daniel. It was just infatuation. And I'm going to marry your father and it's going to be great. And I'm excited to be your stepmother. And Snow and Regina hug. And Snow leaves and Cora enters, commenting that she's so proud of Regina. And Regina starts kind of saying, like, hey, you knew the king was in town. Like, you, like, you, 
you orchestrated this, mm. didn't you? You made it so I had to rescue Snow White. This was all, this was all you're doing. And then she goes, she kind of growls out that she should have let Snow White die instead. Sure. Like instead of saving her, she should have just let her die. Yeah. And we now go to Storybrooke, which is where we end the episode. In her office, Regina holds up the ring that Daniel had given her in the Enchanted Forest and says, We got her, Daniel. And Mary Margaret is taken away by the police, ignoring Emma when Emma tries to talk to her. Emma questions Mr. Gold's help and is like, Hey, I came to you for help and this is not helping. And Gold's like, No, no, no. It's not over yet. He still has time to do a little magic. Sure. Emma's pretty pissed off and she throws the flowers that Sydney brought against, brought over. Uh, she slams it against the wall, revealing a bug that was planted inside the flowers. Uh-huh. Shocking. Realizing this, Emma goes to find August to apologize, and she's like, hey, it wasn't you. <laughs> and then baby girl Ruby starts screaming. Never a good sign. If, if, if Ruby is screaming, it oh, means look. she's found something horrible. Look, it's more time to traumatize Ruby. Oh, my God. And so they run to go find her. And Ruby says she's in the alley and she's frantic and manic. And they go to see what this means. And they it they reveal that Catherine is alive, very dirty, covered in mud and grime. And she's very confused and she's in the alley. And that's the episode. Sometimes we have avocados. I'm unwell. Well done. Beautiful job. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. Cat. I like to think my true gift was acting. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, number one, I would like to bring up one thing before we get into anything of substance. Please do. And it's just something, as, as listeners might know. We like to pause on things that happen in the background. Um, <laughs> I forgot about this. <laughs> so Fucking hell. In Regina's office, in that first scene with Rumple, she or with Mr. Gold. First, it, that her office is a lot. First of all, it's yeah, all black a and white. Lot and... Happening in that office. Um, mm-hmm. Sitting on some sort of mantle of some sort is a horse statue, which is fine. You know, I like. Is it? it? Well, I like the I like the horse statue in that I like that the little nod to she was an equestrian. Like she right. loved to ride. So right. I, I appreciate that. It's just that the way the light and the wallpaper behind it uh, it, it I mean, it's you know so the phrase good. hung like a horse. Oh, I know it very very well now. <laughs> because because of this. It sure looks like that. It just I my notes, let me just read these. Let me Please read do. Um, the first note I wrote for this episode. The horse statue in the background seems to have a massive erection. <laughs> and I'm not wrong. And you're not wrong. You are not incorrect. And that has nothing to do with this episode. That has absolutely nothing to do with anything except for it... the fact that the way the light fell on the stupid latticework mm. wallpaper Mm-mm. and the horse in front of it. Mm-mm. It it looks like this horse is packing something. Yeah, it's a packing horse. <laughs> that it's is a pack not horse. on its back. Ooh. So anyway, um, moving on. Moving on now. Thank 
Thank God. Uh, I feel, if it's up to me, I think we should talk about uh, Snow White. I think that's a great, great place to start. Are we talking old Snow White or young Snow White? What's happening? I mean, we could talk about both, but uh, the casting on young Snow White. Mm-hmm. Bailey Madison? Oh my God. I, I mean, I was offended in your retelling because you sounded so much like <laughs> both Bailey Madison and Jennifer Goodwin. Mother! But, like, such I've a I've been practicing. Minute. It was so good. The casting? Unbelievably good. Bailey Madison does this thing where she, she does the thing that Jennifer Goodwin does where she smiles when she's crying. Yeah. And I don't know how old she was when she was filming this. I imagine preteen-ish. Right. She's pretty young. Maybe a teenager. Maybe. But the amount of, like, like, character studying she had to have done of watching Jennifer Goodwin to get some of these mannerisms down is unreal. It's it's the mother of it Mother. She sounds like Jennifer Goodwin. And just watching in this episode, even, there's a few times when Regina's, you know, being a bitch to adult Regina and er, adult Snow, Mary Margaret, in the cell, uh, she does this thing where she kind of, like, flips her eyes back and forth, and they're wide and filled with, like, pain and terror. Baby Snow does the same thing. Right. No, she did so much work to make this character feel like the same person. Right. And it... This show gets some things so right. One thing they consistently get correct is casting younger versions of characters. I feel like anytime they do younger, they do yep. a really nice job. Now, as they get as we get later in the seasons, I think some of our younger cast not castings, any <laughs> yeah. casting they do is correct. I will say like I think young Zelina versus young Regina not as good. Not as much. Regina in but, this episode oh my God. feels like an entirely different person. And really quick, speaking of castings, I know we hate talking about season seven. Adult Henry to Jared Gilmore is it pisses me off. Good. It's the ears. It's the sticky it's out the ears. Sticky out ears. Yes. No, <gasps> upsettingly good. They're so good at casting up and down. Like they're yeah. just they're really good at casting. And like I said earlier, like, the stuff that Re- that Lana Perea does as Regina when she's God. feeling victorious, mm-hmm. even that where you, I'm not talking matching casting, but just the no. casting of that, I understand in that scene, that was, I was like, not that I was ever questioning why you would pick Lana Perea for this role. Oh my God, but she's so vindictive and manipulative and just she's a bitch in that scene yeah and it it, it, it's unbridled joy at someone else's pain right and she just she feels predatory she feels like like there is something very much that's like pointed in her face and it's a tangible thing you can look at and go oh no she this is not just a misconception of oh she's upset no she's evil in this moment right and it's so interesting because especially i think her in particular other people do a really nice job on the show but there is something like it's almost like 
you're watching her and in that moment where she's gloating at snow through the bars like her face right. is angular she feels yes. sharp she feels like she is on the attack and then you juxtapose that with young soft Regina, who baby feels girl soft she is the tiniest child and i love her powder so blue she's in powder blue she has pretty braids with a ribbon soft like everything about her is soft and loving and wonderful and mm-hmm. then you juxta like she was done favors by the episode putting her right next to each other like but you still have to have that breadth of acting where you can right. be sympathetic and kind and pure goodness and then 180 into, I know you're not a murderer, but I'm going to fucking frame you. Yeah. And I will laugh and smile while it's happening I'm going to feel good about it. I won't apologize. You this do is my happiness. This. Fuck you. Right? And there was one scene at the end that Lo has coined Regina's villain origin story. It's so good. It, like, I... I don't know if I need to, like, put the time stamp in the summary or something. I don't know, but... The act... If you don't watch the episode, watch the last scene. With Snow and Regina. Yes. It's the moment where Snow's like, you know, like, I told your mom I didn't... She said that you were going to be separated. I didn't want you to go through what I went through. I told her everything. Are you mad? Mm-hmm. And Regina kind of turns around. You can see, like, the sorrow and sadness. And all of a sudden, she just straightens up and turns. And you can see the moment she shifts from... And there's, like, they they absolutely do some stuff with makeup. Like, she turns... And, le- and lighting. The lighting is changed entirely. Right. Like, there's it goes something from about warm, subtle. It, it, like, goes from warm to cold lighting. Yep. And, like, they absolutely do some stuff with the, her lips, where her lips are pale she realizes yeah. they turn red, and then she turns back around and they're pale again. Yep. But, like, there's something about it where she turns, she, like, Snow Processes. gives her this news. Yep. She turns to process. You see her sad and, like, hurt. And then all of a sudden she draws up. Her shoulders mm-hmm. are squared. Oh, like she has shoulder pads suddenly. Like, I don't know. Her shoulders are different. Her face is different. And suddenly she turns around and she is the evil queen. Yeah. Like, she goes from this young, sweet girl that we were kind of rooting for, weirdly enough, which we, props to them for getting us to root for this woman. Right. In the span of 40 minutes. Right. We're kind of rooting for her. And then she turns around and all of a sudden she is the evil evil queen it's so good i don't know how lana priya does this but whenever she is being sympathetic and good she has a single vein in her forehead that it's only when she's being good and how does she activate this she's so good like it's not when she's being angry it's it's specifically when she's doing like sympathetic faces she has this one vein that's always kind of more prevalent and i She's just able to fluctuate between those two so much. And you see it immediately after when the, when her mother's like, Cora's like, you know, I'm proud of you. She's like, you are. And she's like, oh, this is all you're doing. You, you, I should have killed. I should have let snow die. Yeah. Like it's so, so flawlessly done. No, she's just so good. This show is so lucky they cast her. Mm-hmm. And she, that she was clearly having a great time 
for seven full seasons. Seven seasons. Because and- she does more for this show than I would argue anybody else. Robert Carlyle oh, I- absolutely does an amazing job, but I do feel like maybe halfway through he's kind of like, oh, great, this is a paycheck. The problem with Rumpelstiltskin's character is they want him to be everything morally. They want him to everything and also morally gray where he can get away with shady stuff. But they keep mm-hmm. trying to give him redemption arcs. By like the fourth one, it gets a bit exhausting. To right. Be like, I, I no longer care about this character because he's just going to fuck up the chance we give him. And so I have stopped caring. Whereas Regina, with yes, she gets many redemption arcs, but each time she gets she learns something less. and gets better. Yeah. Like and her redemption show- arcs are shorter. Because she right. keeps learning a little or, more. Or there's like the, the there are the ones where it's the cast the characters think that she's evil and has regressed, but she's doing it like the Queens of Darkness, she's absolutely right. fucking with them for a while. And then I think eventually she lets them in, like, no no. Evil yeah. must pretend to be one of. Let me be evil. Right. Yeah, no. To she's... stop them. But like she her intentions switch and she gets better each time. Rumpelstiltskin does not get better each time, so it gets no. exhausting to care about him. Whereas Regina, they realize it too late. By like season six, they're like, oh fuck, she's our main character. Right. Regina's the main character of the show. I it's her story. Love... It's her finding her happy ending. She thinks the curse is her happy ending. Right. I would love. I would love to visit the alternate universe where this is Regina's show. Mm-hmm. And this is Regina's show from the moment it is incepted. Right. Because like, they, they they try to make it Emma's show. And that's not to say that Emma is not a catalyst for a lot. And she does right. move Emma's the plot the forward. And for a it's lot. The, it, right. But she's not a character that has longevity of I care for your happiness and I need you to succeed. Because... By and large, she has things okay. Well, and she I... She gets hooked. She has a son. She has her parents. And yeah, shitty things happen here and there. Yeah. Regina gets dealt shitty card after shitty card. Well, and I think one thing... I think one thing that, like, Jennifer Morrison has working against her, because she's a good actress. Mm-hmm. She, she's Absolutely. She's a good actress, and she does good work on the show it's just it sucks to be the point of view character because it's like you have to be the character that doesn't know what's going on you have to be the character who right is looking around and like you have to voice out loud what the audience is supposed to be thinking which means you get the clunkier dialogue so there's part of it that i'm like i get why it feels Regina is the main character even when she's not because she's just a more compelling character and up until a certain point we really do think that she has been orchestrating all this we later learn that it was Mr. Gold all along she is Agatha he's the Agatha of the situation it really is just WandaVision the more I think about it it just pisses me the fuck off (laughs) like I cannot with this but Regina is more interesting because she's not good. If that makes yes. sense. Like Emma's whole thing is she's I'm the savior. Good. I'm the savior. I'm the savior. Like she gets so mad about it. She's like, oh well, I'm the fucking savior. And Regina's like, whoa, why are you looking at me? I'm the evil queen. Don't come to me for advice. Like please don't right. talk to me. I'm not the person you want for this situation. And they're like, too bad you're the one we've got. Right. 
And I, I wish, fine, I think for season one, perhaps, yeah. you need Emma. Mm-hmm. But season two should have marked a switch, or there should have been a, an earlier right. switch. Right. I feel like this once, is no longer Emma's story. I feel like once we bring Cora into the situation and kind of really delve into Regina, is trying her best to and, kind and of unlearn these things. That and that's the thing, and I know that's we'll talk where. more exactly, and we'll get more into some of these things she's unlearning in the Cora centric episodes, but the. Mirroring techniques that you see her using on mm-hmm. Henry in season two that Cora did to her deliberately. And it makes, it gives a whole frame of reference of her parenting that she had growing up was complete trash. And so, of course, this is the only on point of reference sides. that she has. On both, yes. On both sides. I mean, I know that the show likes to frame Henry Sr. as, like... A good guy who... I don't know what he is. I don't know what Henry Sr. is. Because we see Cora treating Regina like absolute hot trash. and he's strangling her. And he's like, no, dear, stop, please. Like, that's literally... Right. He makes minimal efforts of, oh no, darling, no. I just, I wish we'd gotten more scenes of Barbara Hershey and him together. I because want to I understand. Feel like I want to know why. What like, is this? Right, like Grant. Again, we're shown Cora's incredibly powerful. I would. Be she has fine. a plan. I would absolutely be fine with the idea of, you know what? Henry wants the best for his daughter. He wants her to be happy, and he's fucking terrified of his wife. Right. Like, and he's afraid for his life, so he can only speak up to a certain point, and then. He's going to bow out. That's sure. fine to me. I'm great with that story. I just want it. I want it on my screen a little bit. Yes. I want the contextual evidence to back up what I'm having to fill in the blanks for. Right. I want I want to know that that's what he's feeling. And we can't, like, I think the actor himself does a good job of kind of filling in those blanks of trying to be like, I'm, I don't like what you're doing to my kid. Please don't do that to her, right. but also please don't do it to me. Thank you. Yeah, and I, I wish we had seen moments where, like, why is he afraid? Like, I'm sure yeah. he has reason to be afraid, but give me the contextual evidence that says she's already done some shit to him, and he's like, yeesh, yikes, yeah, like, pass, okay. I'm out. No. Yeah, absolutely. Just So we don't get that. I No. We just will never understand. We will never get that piece of the puzzle, and... I would like it to is shout what it is. out Barbara Hershey as Cora. God, it's such good casting. She, She's I, the so way good. that she delivers lines is you can see there is such a like. Why are you mad? I'm doing this for you. Yes, I'm doing this for us. This is me loving you because she truly. And I think that's what kills me. Again, we will do this more when we get there. But when she finally has her heart back and she's like. It you would have been enough. Like she, we have to keep in mind this woman does not have a heart right now. Quite literally, does she not have has a heart. no heart. Right. We don't know that, but she has no heart. Right. And and I think that they don't really give us a moment to like sit on that for a moment. Like, oh, she is awful because she has given up. She says this. It's important. She does tell Regina giving up love will give you strength. Right. No. Like, and again, this is one of those things that I think. Was planned very, very well. Mm-hmm. Executed very, very well. We right. just, 
as you pointed out, got a hint. She said, giving up love will give you strength. That is our hint right now in season one. We're not going to hear mm-hmm. from it, about it for God knows how long. We're not hearing about it till season two. We don't hear about it until she's like, Rumpel, I can't fuck you anymore because I got rid of my heart. <laughs> don't bring up that. <laughs> don't bring up that. <laughs> but no, but we're literally not going to hear about it basically till the Miller's daughter where it's revealed she's taken out her heart to not feel yep. things. Yep. So there's something incredibly planned out about that. And that's, it's one of those things that makes me almost angry because I'm like, you could you have done so. Could have you, been it was doing there. This. You could have been doing well, this the whole show. It's infuriating because what is it season three when regina's brokenhearted because she's stuck in neverland she tries to bury her heart and they're Mm -hmm. like you can't do that but i think she does and she's not a bitch she's just sad she's just not sad suddenly she's like okay i can deal a little bit better well and i'm just and then and then robin puts it back in her chest it's very sensual and it means a lot to me and i don't want to talk about robin hood (laughs) because i will have to spend seven hours on robin hood The, the, the first episode that Robin makes an appearance will just be a two-part special. Thank you for coming. It will just be me screaming. It, <laughs> yes. You know, like those whale soundtracks you can <laughs> It's just low screaming mournfully into a microphone for seven hours. <laughs> for seven hours. That's about correct. Yes. It's um so different. The, the experience of watching this now as a near 30-year-old entirely mm. different from young yeah. college aged oh, yeah. oh yeah us in that perhaps the um, we, we used to care much for uh hook hook that was very much the vibe he's he's cool he's he's fine he's I, you know, colin colin o'donnie who's a he lovely seems, gentleman he seems delightful i would he love seems to happy to be here him. he seems happy to be here for the writing he seems like the guy who would jump off a table break his ankle and continue <laughs> doing the scene and i love that he seems delightful. I would love to go grab a pint with him. But, but know who would treat you right? Robin Hood. Robin Hood would treat you <laughs> Correct. Right. Robin Hood. Hook would not. You know why? Hook has a murder hand. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to explain what these things mean. You'll just have to come back you later. You need to understand. Hook has a murder hand and therefore would not treat you right. <laughs> Robin Hood has a bow that never misses and therefore would treat you right. God, that's the dream to have a bow that never misses. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I must remind you guys that we had hot dogs and ice cream for dinner. We're not doing well. We're doing so poorly right now. It's great. Um, Um, All right, so... We keep going back to how does this curse work and is it a Sims world? Is it a thing where Regina sat there with a bunch of jobs that she didn't understand and was matching people up? Correct, yeah. And we we never quite get what that is except for a little bit in the first Welcome to Storybrooke episode that we get where it's allegedly a time loop. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. Sure. Regina is screaming at Mary Margaret of like, you're going to be miserable. Fuck you. This is... You deserve this. If you wanted her to be so miserable, ma'am, put her... uh, You created the curse. Why did you give her a cushy lifestyle? You did this. And I I recognize 
Charming, or David was never supposed to wake up. That right. was not part of the plan. You can still make her miserable by putting her, I don't know, in a asylum that you already have because Belle's in it. I don't right. know. I don't make know. Her, make her Belle's roommate. Truly. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I, I get there's maybe a part of her that was like, I would like to see her be single every day because that will bring me joy, but... Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you also like to see her crazy and alone and crying in a jail cell? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like if I were in Regina's shoes, I would perhaps like to see her suffering actively every day versus having a job as a teacher, making birdhouses. Oh, the kids you say love that her. Like they're not she's not suffering every day. That's true. She's a teacher. She's suffering every day. <laughs> but she has a job. The kiddos probably sometimes maybe like her. I don't know. She sleeps with Dr. Whale. Seems like a fine time for everyone. Yeah, it's great. It's great. If you want her to have a bad time, give her a life that will ensure she has a bad time. So true. So true. But I'm just I'm just a little peeved about it. I recognize that wouldn't work from a storytelling perspective. We need Mary Margaret to not be in a cell. <laughs> But from a mentality of I'm placing this curse that will make everyone be miserable. 100%. I don't understand how Mary Margaret ended up with a job in a fairly nice home that we've learned is probably dirt fucking cheap. Right. I don't know. Like, well, yeah, we've learned because we've paused on newspapers. And apparently Full House in Storybrooke is seven fifty a month. No, so I cannot. I cannot. I will be moving to Storybrooke. Look, me too. For that rent price? Be there soon. Yeah, no, 100%. We'll live under the tyrannical despot that is Regina Mills for $7.50 a month. Gladly. Does she get to scream at me some days? Great. Awesome. Done. 100%. That's a bonus. That's a perk. Like, put that in there, like, (laughs) your home includes the mayor stopping by occasionally to scream at you. She will be wearing a tight skirt and shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Done. Done. Absolutely sold. Oh, I, I I know we ripped this episode to shreds, but it's only because it's fun and I, I there was nothing bad with the plot, so I had to nitpick on weird shit. Oh, yeah, no, this was a great time. Objectively, it was such a fun time. Well, it, I think it's because we've mentioned this. We're just now getting into a string of ep- like we're, we're nearing the end of the season, for one mm-hmm. thing, but we're just... Coming into a string of episodes where they've had they've hit their stride, they know what they're doing. Yes, they will eventually forget what they're doing and but make they it sure up as they tr- They sure have hit their stride they, they, right now. Right, right, and it's so good. We have we have the August reveal. We yes. have August trying to tell Emma the truth. We have Regina poisoning her son with an apple fritter. It's a fun time for us all. Love a pastry poisoning. And it's even alliterative. So fancy. It's, it, I love it because we've had so much of this first season that's kind of character identity. Yes. Doesn't really matter. Maybe there will be one thing that matters. But And as it was they, fun the first time. I will. I right. do have it to was. stress. It was really fun the first time. I remember being really invested in right. those episodes that were literally like, here is Archie. Here is Archie in the Enchanted Forest. Guess what? He's Jiminy Cricket. Exactly. But I think as you rewatch it and you realize it's not until the affair between 
Mary, Margaret, and mm-hmm. David that things actually start having these repercussions that will affect the plot yes. in big ways. Um, up until that point, it's, it's mostly just small stuff to give Regina and Emma tension, to give Emma a reason to stay. Right. Um, like it, It's small things that are important to the, we need this character to be here and here's why. Right. But this is actively like, oh shit, no, things are happening. Someone's accused of murder. Oh, the person's dead. Oh shit, she's alive and in an alley because Ruby keeps finding all this stuff because she can track <laughs> things and she doesn't want to, but she just can. She keeps finding she's... horribly traumatic shit. Great. We will Love not be author, her. offering her therapy at all. No. No, no. Dr. Hopper doesn't do that. Dr. Hopper does not work pro bono. He does officiate weddings, so if you're looking for someone. That is a thing he does. <laughs> but only if you wear a velvet tux and a dress oh, that God. does not match your personality at all. Oh, God. And if you get married hours before a giant war. <laughs> And if your child's name is Pixita. I can't. I'm too angry. We have some list things to do. We do, yeah. Okay. I wasn't planning on having stuff. I'll just start. I know we usually start with you, but I'm extra salty because I was over here like, I've got nothing, sitting pretty, drinking my wine, and Um, then the summary had to go and ruin my day. You know. I, I... August stares at her and says, shin splints are not shin splints. His leg is turning to wood because he's being a liar, a big liar sin. Yeah, no, he's a lying which, liar from liars. Which is great because he's turning to wood for lying. So he stares at her and lies, which will make him turn to wood faster. So it's very fun. Beautiful. Uh, so that makes our tally 16 uses of the superpower, 11 fails, five successes, Lo and I were talking, and she made some very good points. We have some wild inconsistencies in my uh, callings. Well, part of that's because, well, no, it's we because the do. superpower is so bonkers. There have been times that we're like, evidence can lie, and then like the next episode, I was like, evidence can't talk. So I will not be retroacting the count because that's too much work, and I don't want to listen to the show again just yet. However, moving forward, I will be basing the superpower off of Emma's words herself. She tells. Henry and everyone who will listen. I can tell when someone is lying to me. Right. Someone implies you are a living thing. You can talk. The superpower rule is only Applied. enacted if so. Yes, we will only apply it if it is a human person looking at her and saying something that is not truthful. Out loud. Out loud. And it will not be the reverse. I know sometimes it's like, oh, she said, oh, you're telling the truth. Like, it maybe if it's an explicit thing where she's like, I know there's the one episode where Henry's like, use your superpower, and I'm not lying to you. And she's like, oh, shit, you are telling the truth. In that case, yes, we will we will, We will allow assess. for that. Yes. But otherwise, it, it is this scenario where we have August staring at her saying, I have shin splints. And we know he does not. Right. As viewers who have only watched the episodes we've watched, we don't know that he does not have shin splints. But unfortunately. Unfortunately, we have the curse of knowledge, much like Cassandra. And therefore, we know he does not have shin splints. He has wooden legs. Correct. So, again, not changing things, moving backwards, moving forwards. It is only if a person vocalizes out loud to Emma's face. It cannot be passerby of, oh, well, so-and-so. To-. Like, 
It cannot be a, hey, Emma, Dr. Hopper told me that he's not a therapist. For, like, it has to be that person talking to them because lies can't pass through per- people if they think that person's honest. Right. They are passing the truth on. Mm-hmm. Excellent. S- well stupid put. example, but I couldn't think of any, so we're no, just going to roll with it. That was very well put. He caught Thank his Thank PhD you. from a curse. It's true. Uh, it's not incorrect. <laughs> uh, but that that is all I had to say on the superpowers. I had to... I it She did not clock the lie. I had to... We're at 11 out of 16, folks. I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's rough out there. It, it's bad. Uh, but the good news is no curses, no beans. Great. Lo, take take it away with, uh, with that stuff. I, I, have, I have so much for you. By which I mean I actually just only have two things for you. But okay. That's too many. That is too many things. Correct. So number one, let's let's start with the family tumbleweed. By which I mean the family tree, but it's a family no. tumbleweed. Um, liter- it's just rare we get to add right now. So right. we have to add Cora Yay. onto the tree officially. We knew she was here, but she is officially mm. on the tree as mm. Regina's mother. So it's Henry Sr. and Cora. Is like my, I've already blocked out half of the show. Have we had moments before this? No, we have because Snow White has said that Regina is her stepmother. Okay, yes. we have gotten comfort. Okay, I was like, oh god, is this that also? No, no, we thank we've Jesus o- Christ. Officially, they're already on the tree as related through marriage. That's disgusting. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, can't wait till we have to add Cora and Leopold, but then erase the line to Leopold. But also, Regina has to go to Leopold. And also, Eva has Ava has to go to leave. Stop talking about my tumbleweed. I'm stressed out about it as it is. Oh. I don't know how all the lights are going to fit on the stupid paper. Um, that's a fair concern. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a project. Is what it's gonna be. Um. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot. It's the family tumbleweed. Again, it it's is. the family tumbleweed. There are going to be some curved lines on a family tree, which mm. should not have curved lines. No family tree should have curved lines. Just as no. a record. You're, if, you're, if, your line yeah. should be short and straight. Correct. Not long and curved. And there are going to be some long and curved lines on this family well, tumbleweed. That sounds horrifying. I have to assume the fuck fern's doing much better. No. 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 Oh. Well, why? I, I mean, technically, okay. Technically, I only have one to the, add. Te- two, if, two. I'm gonna say one for this episode. Listening, go on. State your case, and I will. I will argue state. if I feel. <laughs> state my case. Okay, so I am going to add one to this episode. Number one. Um. Technically, we've already seen Regina and Leopold married. So Fine. they're already right. considered on the fuck burn. Um I I'm calling it for Emma and Regina. They are on this fuck burn. Like Oh, absolutely. Again, very much in the sexual tension stage of things. They just paint it so well. There's so it's the line where Emma's like, they probably didn't want to piss you off. Like there's just a moment where you're like they might kiss here. I don't know. Yeah. They didn't. Go on. Yeah, no. So I, I'm calling it. That's three. Number one was the apples. Number two was the fire. <laughs> Number three is 
the we've arrived they weird looking up and down not weird they're looking up and down after they didn't yep. want to piss you off so that's three okay they're, they are officially on the, right uh, on the fuck fern as a weird sexual tension moment right um there's one more you need to add because regina has had her first kill oh, with a kiss of course of course <laughs> Yeah, we have to put Daniel on there. I always forget it's, about Daniel because he will not be attached to anybody else. No, no, but he's it's important nice, only... He's a nice little, like, side hustle I, I, that will have disease <laughs> written under his Well, yes, because if, if Regina falls in love with you, you will die. You will die and... Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it's sad, so... So he's there. Her I first... Kind of, it's her first... It's her first it's kill her first by kill. love. <laughs> it's her first... True love's kill. Ba- um, Baby's first true love kill. You never forget your first. <laughs> true love's kill. I'm so deeply unhappy right yeah, now. Yeah, no. I thought you were going to get into the uh, the core of it all, which will not No, no, that's later. That's later. later. <laughs> Fret you not. No, no. I was just thinking of the fact that she kissed a man and he died. And oh, that's important course. to me. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone should know if Regina kisses a man, they will die, so. I mean, so far, let's just keep, let's look, look we've had Graham kissed and killed. Kissed and Daniel killed. Daniel kissed, kissed, kissed and, and killed. killed. Two for two, two on her for kisses. Two currently. I, I, I feel like what? this is something we need to be keeping track you know of, what? kisses. For... You know what, here's the thing. She's gonna, okay. does, does she not, she kisses David at one point, right? Yeah. Or does she kiss James at one point? I think it's Jake. No, well, I I don't remember. It is all I know is it's Josh Dallas. <laughs> he shaved his beard. He did. That's it. <laughs> I wonder if if their family friends have his sperm to create a bunch of little. I called it David. A bunch of little Josh Dallas. <laughs> a bunch of little Davids. <laughs> a bunch of little Josh Dallases. I'm going insane. I don't know. I'm, Sounds like Ginny's into it, so. <laughs> Good for her. You know what? We don't kink shame. We've said it once. We'll say it again. Right. We kink judge. We kink we judge. <laughs> Do oh, whatever God. you want. I won't shame you for it. I will judge I will you at some merci- point. Mercilessly. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you, do you have anything else? Are we done here? <laughs> I mean, that's all, that's all for the shrubbery. <laughs> shrubbery. I don't. I, good Lord. I just um none of this is good. No, this this was straight garbage, but the best trash. I had so much fun for it every was single so minute. So much fun. What a good episode. Holy shit. We we have we have our origin story for our prota- our protagonist Jesus. Even in my heart she's the protagonist. <laughs> she is the protagonist. Again, <laughs> Regina has done nothing wrong ever in her life. A perfect so. human. I will not be taking notes. Thank you. Yeah, no. All of the murder, entirely justified, will not be taking notes. Oh, yeah. No. No. But. A perfect human. Perfect. Perfect human. No. 100%. Yeah. This was just fun. Like. It was so much it fun. It is I, one I, of those I... episodes that. It certainly was one of those episodes that makes me angry when we get a bad episode yes i would agree with that i 
Because it, they have proven they are able to do good, clever, and fun things. This was so much fun. It was so much fun to watch. It was important to the plot. It was well-paced. Mm-hmm. I have and, literally oh, zero things it, to tell them to change. Right. It makes... Oh, we know I'll scream about it more. Whenever there's, like, Rumple and Belle moments, I'm like, no. That's not how you do toxic, fucked up characters. Regina is how you do someone who is toxic and fucked up, but because of her circumstance and she wants to do better. That is how you make a character that is one you will root and and you'll root for. Mm -hmm. One that you care for while recognizing, yikes, this is not good. Again, not my opinion. Regina has done nothing wrong ever. Right, but of course. (laughs) She's done nothing wrong, but... And does not need to be redeemed. I'm, this episode's a bad time only because it makes episodes, it, it sets a benchmark for how good it should and could be. Right. I think this is why we get upset. Episodes right. like this, and even the last episode, are why we get mm-hmm. upset. These are fun. They will do things that are so clever, so well crafted and woven into a plot, and then either they drop it, never bring it up again, or give us some like... Hot shit like rum bell for five episodes and we're like, fuck right. hell, no one wanted this. Well, and then, yeah, like, you just think about, I genuinely do, I don't remember the exact specifications, but I do remember watching Once Upon a right. Time season one and I hated Regina. Oh, I remember, I remember when you and I started watching in season two, we would sit there hating her. I remember uh, we'd have one of our friends over and she also, like all of us, we kind of sit there and hate on Regina. Like, oh my God. But your mother, but your mother's over here. Like, I don't like her. She's not nice. And we're like, you tell him Mama Poppins. She's not nice. You right. I got, so I made my mom watch in college, like I had watched the first season and then I was like, you should watch this. This tends to be how I get my mother into things. Right. I watch a season and then I'm like, you would like this because otherwise, because I can kind of gauge if she'd like it or not. Right. Um, and I had watched the whole season and I was like, you'll like this. So I wa- had watched the first season. And I think with her, I'd almost, I think I'd come home at Christmas time and been like, you should watch this. Right. That feels so, like, correct. I was already in, like, the hating. But then she was behind while I was ahead. And I remember hitting this episode and going, "Yeah, I don't hate Regina anymore. I, I, I don't like it, her. She's still the villain. But I sure understand her. And, right. like, I and remember I, the switch in my brain of, like, and then having her watching it going, like, she's and, not nice. I don't like her. She's mean. My mother is a kindergartner when it comes to her shows. So right. she talks about things like she's five. She goes, yes. she's mean. She's she's not nice. And I'm like, yeah, right, but correct. like, have you, but the Daniel. And, well, watching this episode and then paired with, I think it's like episode two of season two, where you see how Cora would trap her in her room and not let her leave and use snares to stop her. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like, this poor woman has no idea what, like, good parenting looks like. And what love is. Like, she, again, her mother never, her mother never once in her life of being raised by her mom did her, did Cora have a heart. Right. No, she. At all. Just, she is messed 
up in that she does not understand what most people understand. Correct. She does not know what it just, love feels like. She does not know. Like, you know, I mean, we can she, all argue Daniel shows her a little bit of that. But, like, but she doesn't I know would what argue her, maternal her, her, love her, looks like. Her, and I would argue her trauma response, she never really dealt with that. She went right into, I'm hurt, I'm angry, right. I will not and think. Like, you can, you can tell when Daniel is zombified. Like, she has never reconciled his death. The fact that she's Mm-mm. trying to bring him back, she never sat there and thought, this is a real thing happening to me. I need to process. Right. She went, I can fix this. And I will fix it by being I'm, really angry and acting a curse and being a piece of shit to right. everyone around me. I'm going to change it, and I'm going to change it somehow. I don't know how, right. but I'm going to change it because it's, this oh. is not the ultimate outcome. It This episode just sets up so much good fun, and I'm, I'm so, so excited. Good. I'm so it's, excited. I can't in good faith call it a bad time. I don't think I can say. No. But, I mean. I don't know. The ice cream and hot dogs might have been a bad time. <laughs> the, Life is a bad time. It I think we can all relate time. on it. Like, I think our, everyone on some level. If you're here listening to a Once Upon a Time podcast, I can only assume you also had hot dogs and ice cream for dinner. That seems about right. So, it was a bad time. Right, but the good news is, you what? can only go up from here. Yeah! Which I think in this episode is probably a very good sign. And, right. Absolutely. If, if this is where we are and we're going up from here. Point, oh, boy, howdy, am I, I'm ready. And we can only go up from here. Yes. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Bye. We will see you next time. Don't forget to leave a review. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Don't that. Don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you're around. Mm-hmm. If not, mm-hmm. feel free to send any comments um, and yep. fan mail. Emails. Emails. Yes. To no, no, either. fan mails. Talk about how much you like us. Or roast We're us. very vain. Our thing is, if you send us something, we will appreciate it, but also roast. That's how, look how much we love this show when we roast it every day of our lives. Right. This is Roasting how we show affection. Love. Roasting is So love. roast us, we'll roast you, and that's what we do. That's Remember, fine. if you want to leave a comment, a good one you can always use is uh, Red Ink, her boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Love it that. kind of just will work forever. Did you know uh, that our, Red ate her boyfriend? Lest you have forgotten, as always, our social handles are wine, wine, and once. Same as the podcast order. Alcohol comes first. Whining comes second. You can find us on Instagram. You can email us. I think that's everything. Right. You know. Come back thank next you week. And, we love you. Thank you and good night. Thank you and I don't good know. night. I don't know. Have a great week. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. Bye.